ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम अज्ञानतिमीरांधस्य ज्ञानांजनशलाखया चक्षुन्मीलिता तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थापित येन भूतले स्वयं रूप कदा मह्यम ददाति स्वदाक वंदेहम श्रीगुरोश्री युतपदकमल श्रीगुरोन्वैष्णवाश्रीपम साग्रजात सह गणरघुनाथाजीव साइत सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्ण चैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपादगणलिता श्री विशाखान्विता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिकाकांतराधाकांतनमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरे प्रि वाछाकलतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिताभ्यो वैष्णवभ्यो नमो नम नम ओं विष्णुपदा कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदातस्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वतीदेव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्या प्रभु निद्वैतगदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे थैंक यू वेरी मच एंड दिस इज अ वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट सीरीज एंड टुडे इज द फर्स्ट एपिसोड ऑफ दिस सीरीज ऑफ ऋत्विक सिस्टम ऑफ इनिशिएशंस सो इट्स अ वेरी बिग टॉपिक एंड इट्स अ वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट टॉपिक इन एवरी डिवोटीज लाइफ एनी डिवोटी हु इज प्रैक्टिसिंग दिस हरे कृष्णा चैंटिंग and is willing to go back to godhead has a stake in this matter whether he be from iskon or you know any part as long as he is a gaudiya vaishnava he has a stake in this matter and especially so from iskon and whoever has come to this movement by reading shri prabhupada's books so <clears throat> why is this subject relevant to anybody and everybody see the th- the first thing is <coughs> you know there is a perception like um especially from if you, when you look from outside you know people think oh this is just some internal conflict among some political conflict among the organization it doesn't concern me because i want to go back to krishna i want to go to krishna so it doesn't matter in the end <coughs> um whether they have these disagreements among themselves and um, you know they just want to be aloof from this whole matter but the first thing we have to understand is that to go to krishna we cannot do it on our own we need a spiritual master adav guruvashrayam first thing in spiritual life is you have to accept a spiritual master 
accept means surrender surrender to the spiritual master and such a spiritual master should be able to take you to krishna and that's why shrila prabhupad i have just searched in the veda base more than 3000 times he used the phrase a bona fide spiritual master more than 3000 times and he did not translate guru as just um spiritual master bona fide spiritual master very very specific just like when there was the word bhagwan he used supreme personal personality of godhead so supreme personality of godhead is very very specific not just god because the people may say many gods godhead head of all gods and is he a person or impersonal personality what kind of personality person means we have persons of you know many persons supreme personality so supreme personality of godhead there's no um uh, debatable <laughs> part of that phrase is just like absolutely completely the highest person so similarly for guru also he just did not say spiritual master a bona fide spiritual master because as bhaktivinu thakur has sung krishna sheto mar krishna dite paro a person who has krishna vaishnava is a person is talking about the supreme the first class vaishnava he has krishna in his possession and therefore he can give krishna to as many people as he can he wants so that is real uh, vaishnav and that is the real spiritual master who can actually and he has he can take you back to godhead he is to be so powerful he is supposed to be so powerful that he can take you back to godhead just like shri prabhupad said you catch hold of the tip of my dhoti i will take you take you back home back to godhead so that that kind of statement can only be done by a uttama adhikari who is constantly seeing krishna just like prahlad maharaj the other day we have been discussing narsimha leela and how prahlad maharaj was a person who always saw krishna a pure devotee premanjana churita bhakti vilochane na santas sadaiva hridayeshu vilokayante he is always seeing krishna and is directly communicating with krishna so such a spiritual master is absolutely necessary for us in order to go back to krishna so we can never be aloof from the topic of the spiritual master because without him we have no krishna at all krishna says madbhakta pujya bhedika uh, that means um more than worshiping me is to worship my devotee and um what is that adipuran krishna says to arjuna yeme bhakta janah partha नमे भक्ताश्रेम so that's why this is a very important topic for everyone who wants to go back to krishna now when you look at this whole issue of ritvik system of initiations so we have to understand what is initiation properly because even devotees many times they get this wrong understanding of what initiation actually is and what is this ritvik what is that word ritvik there so let us understand the terms and then we can 
understand the whole issue. But before even we get there, I want to just introduce to this whole topic, uh, like to get to the crux of the whole issue. Because there are many layers. The truth, like, you know, the truth or fact is what it is. But then, there are opinions about the truth. That is one layer. And then, like for example, um, Srila Prabhupada has given clear instructions on what he wanted, how initiation should be conducted after he has departed. Instructions are clear, laid out, written, black and white, everything. And then, but there have been two opinions. And any opinion different from the opinion of the spiritual master is useless. So there are two opinions, that's one layer. We will go to the this actual verse. See, this is actually from the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adilila, chapter 12, text 8. This is about uh, how Advaitacharya's sons, he had six sons. So, three sons followed his instructions and three sons that deviated. So, there, in this context, Srila Prabhupada actually explains how a spiritual master's instructions, when not taken to heart and not followed to the letter, it will create disaster how it will create uh, this uh, schism. Schism means div- division among the followers. See, at first, as you can see here in the translation, at first, all the followers of Advaita Acharya shared a single opinion, but later they followed, in, followed two different opinions as ordained by providence. So, what is the order of the spiritual master? And then, what is the opinion on the order? Okay? You see, And let us get a whole context. So, in the purports, these few verses, I think 12.8 all the way to 12.11, We will read that first. And then we will go forward. Purport. The words Daivera Karana indicate that by dint of providence or by God's will, the followers of Advaita Acharya divided into two parties. Such disagreement among the disciples of one Acharya is also found among the members of the Gaudiya Mat. So, for those of you who do not know, Gaudiya Mat is the institution founded by Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, who is the spiritual master of Srila Prabhupada. So, among his disciples also, there was the, such a disagreement. In the beginning, during the presence of Om Vishnupada Paramahamsa Parivrajaka Acharya, Ashtotara Sata Shri Srimad Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada, all the disciples worked in agreement, but just after his disappearance, they disagreed. Mind you, this is a replica of what happened in Iskon. Exact replica. After Prabhupada left, they disagreed. So, you see what happened. One party strictly followed the instructions of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. But another group created their own concoction about executing his desires. Now, the important point here is, both think that they are executing the desires of their Guru, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Hmm? Same thing happened in our situation. There's exact parallels to be drawn from this case. Both of them, is not that one party thought, no, we let us not follow Prabhupada. Or they did, but, or they have this, the, the, the one who started it, yes, he definitely knew what was going on and he definitely deviated. But then, 
most of the followers, they think they are executing Prabhupada's orders by following the Guru system that is current and is gone. And the Ritviks, they are also, Ritviks means though the system of initiations that Srila Prabhupada set up, they are also thinking they are following Prabhupada and uh, th- those who are having those Gurus, they are also thinking they are following the desires of Prabhupada. Here is where it, um, here is where it gets interesting. So you see, again we will read that sentence. One party strictly followed the instructions of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, but another group created their own concoction about executing his desires. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, at the time of his departure, requested all, all his disciples to form a governing body and conduct missionary activities cooperatively. He did not instruct a particular man to become the next Acharya. But just after his passing away, his leading secretaries made plans without authority to occupy the post of Acharya and they split into two factions over who the next Acharya would be. Okay, now there are two parties. Hmm? One strictly following the Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Practically, among his disciples, Srila Prabhupada was the only one who strictly followed. The rest of the party or the rest of them <laughs> who did not follow. And among them, there was, there was again a division, faction. Now, so this whole party thought that they should be a next guru. But Srila Prabhupada, Prabhupada says that Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur did not appoint anyone to become his successor at that time. Then there was a, but they, they thought, no, we, we should have a successor. So they concocted their own thing when they did not hear this instruction from the spiritual master explicitly. And as they were following that, and then they had a division among themselves, who should be the next one now? So they had two. So, consequently, both factions were asara, asara or useless because they had no authority having disobeyed the order of the spiritual master. So, such activities will become useless hmm. because there is no authority, no is a disobedience of the order of the spiritual master. Despite the spiritual master's order to form a governing body and execute the missionary activities of the Gaudiamat, the two unauthorized factions began litigation that is still going on after 40 years with no decision. So, they fought in court even. Therefore, see Prabhupada what he is saying, we do not belong to any faction, but because the two parties busy dividing the material assets of the Gaudiamat institution stopped the preaching work, we took up the mission of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur and Bhaktivinod Thakur to preach the cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu all over the world under the protection of all the predecessor Acharyas and we find that our humble attempt has been successful. We followed the principles especially explained by Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur in his commentary on the Bhagavad Gita verse beginning Vyavasayatmika Buddhi Ekeha Kurunandana. This is chapter 2, text 41. According to this instruction of Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, it is the duty of a disciple to follow strictly the orders of his spiritual master. The secret of success and advancement in spiritual life is the firm faith of the disciple in the orders of his spiritual master. The Vedas confirm this. Yasya deve parabhaktir yatha deve tatha gurau tasyaite kathitha hyartha prakashante mahatmanaha to one who has staunch faith in the words of the spiritual master and the words of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the secret of success in Vedic knowledge is revealed. Staunch faith in the words of the spiritual master and the words of Krishna. Then only the whole secret of spiritual knowledge is revealed. The Krishna consciousness movement is being propagated according to this principle. 
and therefore our preaching work is going on successfully in spite of the many impediments offered by antagonistic demons because we are getting positive help from our previous acharyas. One must judge every action by the by its result. Palena Parchyate. The members of the self-appointed Acharya's party who occupied the property of the Gaudiamat are satisfied but they could make no progress in preaching. Therefore, by the result of their actions, one should know that they are asahara or useless. Whereas the success of the ISKCON party, the International Society of Krishna Consciousness, which strictly follows Guru and Gauranga, is increasing daily all over the world. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur wanted to print as many books as possible and distribute them all over the world. We have tried our best in this connection and we are getting results beyond our expectations. So how you see Srila Prabhupada followed the order and how the movement um, is gone that he started has started with and is was flourishing because of following the order of the spiritual master whereas the rest they were busy fighting with the uh, fighting uh, for the properties of the Gaudiamat institution like the temples and all the properties and in this way they became asara over time. So this is exactly what is happening currently in our situation as well. Uh, the order of the spiritual master was relinquished by the senior disciples who were supposed to lead the rest of them in the proper path. There has been a heavy disobedience. So this is what we are trying to address in this whole series and um, you know, um, get everybody to understand this is a very important thing that we can't simply put aside. Okay, let's go to the let's go to the next verse. These are very these few verses are very very important, especially for this topic now. Some of the disciples hmm, strictly accepted the orders of the Acharya, and others deviated, independently concocting their own opinions under the spell of Daivi Maya. Okay. So this is about the opinions about spiritual master. The spiritual master's order is the actual fact. Okay? Then there are opinions. And these two strong opinions, they become parties. And then there will be words hurled at each other. Uh, the Like for example, we are branded as demons. You know, Ritviks are demons. And those who follow Prabhupada as a spiritual master, Diksha Guru, oh, they are demons. The Ritviks. In fact, in Iskon, the word Ritvik means not priest, demon. It has become like that. So, actually, the word Ritvik means priest. It's a priest. Um, so, anyway, we will get to that. But why, why we are discussing these things? Because we need to know exactly what is the core of the matter. We should understand that the instruction of the Acharya is the core of the whole issue. You know, because everybody gets uh, lost in this. Um, verbiage like oh Ritviks are demons then you know then when Ritviks say oh the gurus are cheating and then they say you know Ritviks are cheating and then when this is going on uh, opinions about first of all there are two opinions and then there is gossip about these two opinions hmm? oh they are this they are this they are this they are this and then others they see oh these two people are fighting and they have their opinion oh these people are you know and they are not advanced I will just go directly to Krishna that is another opinion so the order of the spiritual master is there and then there are two opinions layered on top of it and then there is gossip about the two opinions, the parties and then there is opinions about the gossip. So in this way there are layers of um, perception that are inhibiting everybody to see the real fact. Instead of, oh, you know, like they say, let's, let's you know, it's after all, after, we are after Krishna, we should go to Krishna. So let us not discuss all these things, you know. They are wanting this equality 
or a, a seeming um, you know peace harmony but it is based on not the truth but the perception or a faulty perception of the truth so that will not work just like we can say easily that oh why did the pandavas and kauravas had to fight you know after all, i mean just just you know just make peace you know so many people will die you know but no krishna wanted the war in fact arjuna was proposing that peace in the first chapter of bhagavad gita krishna no he said no this is not correct you have to fight you have to do your duty so of course in our case fight doesn't mean we go and you no know, fight with them and but we have how prabhupad fought that system he just went on and preached so we are also doing the same but at the same time we also need to educate because there are many innocent souls out there who have taken to the krishna consciousness movement but who are blindly being misled by the system so therefore of course the envious class they will never accept anything anyway but this is to educate those people who are innocent in this aspect and get them up to speed that this is something they have to consider and if they consider open heartedly they will definitely see the truth in this and this is of utmost importance this movement belongs to prabhupad not to anybody else and when we speak like this for example when we are you know saying oh this there has been a uh, disobedience then the way iskon says is that oh you are doing vaishnava prad you are talking about this vaishnavas or sanyasis or gurus like this you know this is vaishnava prad again the to understand what is an what, who is doing the aparad we should at, we, we should get the, to the core of the matter not oh because you are talking like this about vaishnava you know then is therefore is aparad but where is the actual mistake aparad or blasphemy you know i have actually gone to the uh, dictionary let's see what i found um you see one second huh okay blasphemy the definition of blasphemy that i found on the internet you can also google it if you want blasphemy means the action or offense of speaking sacrilegiously about god or sacred things profane talk okay i mean sacrilegiously i mean about god or sacred things in our case even vaishnavas are sacred everybody is sacred so anything connected to god is sacred so to speak sacrilegiously about god or uh, sacred things uh, that is blasphemy but what is sacrilegious what is sacrilege sacrilege means violation or misuse of what is regarded as sacred hmm violation or misuse of what is regarded as sacred so what is actually sacred the sacred aspect or the active principle in our spiritual life is the order of the spiritual master that is sacred when that is being misused that is a blasphemy so blasphemy it is easy to oh you are talking like this about the gurus you know this or vaishnavas or sanyasis or whatever so that is a blasphemy but we have to understand where the mistake is what about the blasphemy of prabhupad is that not a blasphemy if to to disobey his order is not blasphemy so therefore we have to understand first of all what the order of prabhupad is then we can decide who is committing vaishnava aparad and what is actually vaishnava aparad everything we can understand if we base our ideas on a false platform like those layers that i have said the truth opinions of the truth gossip about the opinions and opinions about the gossip so if we place our 
ideologies based on these false layers that is when it goes wrong you know so we have to base our everything philosophy on the truth our absolute core of the whole matter the crux of the issue and that's what we're trying to understand in this situation here so now let us read more of these verses and then we will try to understand what the order of the spiritual master is how important first of all the order is what is the order that we will come to later but how important is the order and then we will get to understand the whole thing all right so the next uh, verse some of the disciples strictly accepted the orders of the acharya and others deviated independently concocting their own opinions under the spell of daivi maya now this verse this verse describes the beginning of a schism schism means two parties there is a partition so this verse describes the beginning of a schism when disciples do not stick to the principle of accepting the order of their spiritual master immediately there are two opinions any opinion different from the opinion of the spiritual master is useless again let's read this just highlight this if anybody missed it you know any opinion different from the opinion of the spiritual master is useless one cannot infiltrate materially concocted ideas into spiritual advancement that is deviation there is no scope for adjusting spiritual advancement to material ideas like one of the uh, members in iskon very prominent member one of the gurus now in iskon so he was saying that just like a dead man cannot produce sons so prabhupad cannot produce any disciples that's completely offensive it is on this thing that he is infiltrating materially concocted ideas into spiritual advancement how can you consider prabhupad like an ordinary materialistic man martya martya you know how can you consider the spiritual master as an ordinary human being that is completely against shastra you cannot equate the two cannot when bhaktivinoda thakur said he reasons ill who says that vaishnavas die when thou art living still in sound uh, that means he reasons ill that means his reasoning is wrong who thinks that vaishnavas die because they live still in sound that means their instruction their teachings their orders are living that's why prabhupad said when he went to america he went alone but then he said i never felt i was alone i always felt the presence of my spiritual master at every step of my life uh, so that is actually truth because he was following the orders of the spiritual master when you follow the order of the spiritual master he is there <coughs> so just let's see two verses which say which i mean there are three archey vishnu shiladhir gurushu naramathir padma puran says gurushu naramathir if we think the guru to be an ordinary person that is a hellish mentality yasyavan naraki saha gurushu naramathir vaishnava jati buddhi kalimalamathane pada teerthem buddhi what is that shri vishnu namne mantram sakala kalushahe shabda samanya buddhi vishnu sarveshwareshe tad itara samadhir yasyavan naraki saha so if one considers the guru 
यू नो टू बी अ ऑर्डिनरी ह्यूमन बींग हेलिश हिज मेंटेलिटी इज हेलिश मेंटेलिटी एंड देन वी विल कम बैक टू दिस रीडिंग वी विल गो टू दिस फर्स्ट इन द भागवतम now 71526 we have visited this verse in the last few days more than once but again we will see yasya sakshat bhagavati gyana deepa prade gurau martya sadhi shrutam tasya sarvam kunjara saucavat see this yasya sakshat bhagavati gyana deepa prade gurau yeah guru is gyana deepa prade he is giving the knowledge and enlightening us that is guru hmm? but martya sadhi the spiritual master should be considered to be directly the supreme lord because he gives transcendental knowledge for enlightenment consequently for one who maintains the material conception that the spiritual master is an ordinary human being everything is frustrated his enlightenment and his vedic studies and knowledge are like the bathing of an elephant as you know an elephant's bath he pours a lot of water in the river he takes his water through his trunk and pours all the way so one hour he will bathe he will come out on the sand and then pour all the sand over his body again so what is the use of such a bath so that is what kunjara shauchavat means so it is like trying to cleanse oneself by putting all the dust back into his body by what by doing what by considering the spiritual master as a ordinary material mortal soul hmm like a mortal of this material world so this is very important hmm another verse see this acharyam mam vijaniyan navamanyeta karhichit namartya buddhya suyeta sarva devamayo guruh one should know the acharya as myself who is speaking here krishna you see the myself with a capital m there hmm that means is god krishna speaking so one should know the acharya as myself and never disrespect him in any way one should not envy him thinking him an ordinary man for he is the representative of all the demigods so we should never have these materially concocted ideas infiltrating into our spiritual advancement we will create disaster <clears throat> actually there is there we will go back you see you see this here this is 111527 purport see in the purport what is he saying the spiritual master is as good as the supreme personality of godhead and therefore one who is very serious about spiritual advancement must regard the spiritual master in this way even a slight deviation from this understanding can create disaster in the disciples vedic studies and austerities disaster is not just a oh slight offense you know you'll slip a little bit no it's just a calamity we're inviting calamity by doing this so let's get to understand again how important is the order right so this first be- um, describes the beginning of a schism you see any opinion remember this huh? remember this very important what is where is this chaitanya charitamrita adilila chapter 12 verse 9 take notes if you want 
<coughs> any opinion different from the opinion of spiritual master is useless now next verse आचार्यर मत जे शे मत सार तार आज्ञा लघी चले शे तो असार द ऑर्डर ऑफ द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर इज द एक्टिव प्रिंसिपल ऑफ स्पिरिचुअल लाइफ इन स्पिरिचुअल लाइफ एनी वन हुबेज द ऑर्डर ऑफ द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर इमीडिएटली बिकम्स यूजलेस यू सी हाउ मेनी टाइम्स प्रभुपाद यूज द वर्ड यूजलेस यूजलेस सो यू सी दैट what is the active principle the order of the spiritual master what what do you mean by this active principle just like the soul is the active principle in this body the entire movements of the body the mind the intelligence everything is because of that presence of that soul that is the active principle of the body in the body similarly our spiritual life will move the active principle is the order of the spiritual master and as much as we adhere to it we will make progress and as much as we disobey it that much is our that's why every morning we sing yasya prasadat bhagavat prasado yasya aprasadan nagatih kutopi dhyayanstuvam stasya yashastri sandhyam vande guru shri charanaravindam so by the spiritual masters pleasure the pleasure of the spiritual master is the key to the satisfying krishna and his displeasure if he is not satisfied then nagati our whereabouts are unknown we have, we have no standing in spiritual life nagati kutopi we have no gati so therefore the active principle in spiritual life is the order of the spiritual master anyone who disobeys the order of the spiritual master immediately becomes becomes useless here is the opinion of shri krishnadas kavraj goswami persons who strictly follow the orders of the spiritual master are useful in executing the will of the supreme whereas persons who deviate from the strict order of the spiritual master are useless so there are useful devotees useless devotees <laughs> look at they are not my words here in in the krishnadas kavraj goswami is saying huh useful are those who strictly follow the order and useless are those who give up the order there is no need to name those who are useless i have mentioned them only to distinguish them from the useful devotees see again useless useful this word asara is used so much you know paddy is mixed with straw at first and one must fan it to separate the paddy from the straw see this धान्य राशि मापे जाए पाथा सहित पश्चाते पातना उड़ांग्या संस्कार करते पैडी इज मिक्सड विथ स्ट्रॉ एट फर्स्ट एंड वन मस्ट फैन इट टू सेपरेट द पैडी फ्रॉम द स्ट्रॉ वॉट इज पैडी वॉट इज स्ट्रॉ वे टू अंडरस्टैंड स्ट्रॉ इज यूजलेस पैडी इज यूजफुल सो पर्पोर्ट दिस एनालॉजी इज सॉरी दिस एनालॉजी गिवन बाय कृष्णदास कविराज गोस्वामी इज वेरी अप्रोप्रिएट in the case of the gaudiya math members one can apply a similar process and, and we say in the case of iskon we can uh, you know apply the similar process because the same thing repeated prabhupad said let us be very careful that this mistake does not happen in iskon and it exactly happened the same way in fact they took advice from gaudiya math how to conduct the mission after after shri prabhupad left physical departure they immediately went to gaudiya math 
and took their advice. They who have destroyed the order, I mean disobeyed the order of their spiritual master, these people took advice from them and destroyed their own, you know, the institution by disobeying Prabhupada's order. You see this. So, in the case of the Gaudiamat members, one can apply a similar process. There are many disciples of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, but to judge who is actually his disciple, to divide the useful from the useless, again the words, one must measure the activities of such disciples in executing the will of the spiritual master. One must measure the activities of such disciples in executing the will of the spiritual master. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur tried his best to spread the cult of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to countries outside India. When he was present, he patronized the disciples to go outside India to preach the cult of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But they were unsuccessful because within their minds, they were not actually serious about preaching his cult in foreign countries. They simply wanted to take credit for having gone to foreign lands and utilize this recognition in India by advertising themselves as repatriated preachers. Many Swamis have adopted this hypocritical means of preaching for the last 80 years or more. Not only from Gaudiamat, you know, so many Swamis and Yogis and Babas and all of them went to uh, Western countries and just get some name and fame and come back, you know, I am a preacher in the Western countries, you know, like that. So, many Swamis have adopted this hypocritical means of preaching for the last 80 years or more, but no one could preach the real cult of Krishna consciousness all over the world. They merely came back to India, falsely advertising that they had converted all the foreigners to the ideas of Vedanta or Krishna consciousness and then they collected funds in India and lived satisfied lives of material comfort. As one fans paddy to separate the real paddy from the useless straw, by accepting the criterion remembered, recommended by Krishnadas Kavaraj Goswami, one can very easily understand who is a genuine world preacher and who is useless. See that? So, these few verses, remember, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adilila, chapter 12, verses 8 through 12. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Translations and purports. Very, very important to understand how important the order of the spiritual master is. We cannot talk about spiritual life. Oh, let's 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 forget that issue, you know, that 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 Ritvik all issue, you know, let's just let's be friends, you know, as as devotees of Krishna, let's be friends. No. No. This is this is real. This, we have to base everything on the truth, not on these these opinions and gossip and opinions on the gossip. These are not layers on which we be like, you know, that's what I want to get to actually. So, let's again revisit that part which I was saying. So, now we know how important the order is. We will study what the order is in, in subsequent uh, sessions. What the order is and how there have been opinions about the order. But in this session, I want to impress upon you the importance of how important the order of the spiritual master is. So, now, now that we have understood that, peeling the layers and getting to the crux of the matter, that's what I want to cover now. So, what are the layers? These four layers, you know, that the truth is the actual basis, opinions about the truth and then gossip about the opinions. Oh, these rhythmics are like this, you know, they are like this, all, you know. And then there is opinions about the gossip, oh, there is, oh, there is so much gossip going on, you know, I, 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 I want to be free. 
I want to be like, you know, equal, equal harmony, you know, all these things. So, let us see. Like what people say, oh, why Krishna conscious, why Krishna devotees should argue among themselves, you know. They, they should not, they should forget all these petty differences and move the, you know, movement of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you know, cooperating with each other. Prabhupada wanted cooperation. Yes, cooperate. But why did Prabhupada not cooperate with his God brothers? Actually, he tried, but they couldn't. It will not work because the opinion is different. If the center is not spiritual master, if the order has been disobeyed, how can you cooperate with such persons? Yes, cooperation is needed. Yes, we very much want that cooperation. That all the devotee is there and is gone. We want to cooperate with every one of them. We are not saying no. But the basis, the order of the spiritual master has to be followed first. We cannot cooperate on different platforms. No, we have to be on the same understanding, same page, same opinion. Uh, that's why there is one verse. In the, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, Kanto 3, chapter 29, verse 17. If you see in the purport, you see. Okay, let's read the translation also because this is also important. The pure devotee should execute devotional service by execute, sorry, by giving the greatest respect to the spiritual master and the acharyas. He should be compassionate to the poor and make friendship with persons who are his equals, but all his activities should be executed under regulation and with control of the senses. Greatest respect to the spiritual master and the acharyas. Okay, now in the purport, Prabhupada mentions very nicely. Friendship should be cemented between persons with mutual interests and understanding. Such persons are said to be Svajati of the same caste. The devotee should avoid a person whose character is not fixed in the standard understanding even though he may be a Vaishnava or a devotee of Krishna, if his character is not correctly representative, then he should be avoided. One should steadily control the senses and the mind and strictly follow the rules and regulations and he should make friendship with persons of the same standard. So that has to be first established. We have to be on the same standard. Then yes, friendship and cooperation can ensue. But without that, no, we cannot do it. You see, Prabhupada is mentioning here, even though he may be a Vaishnava or a devotee of Krishna, if his character is not correctly representative, then he should be avoided. Hmm. Classic example is Bhishma Dev. Bhishma Dev is such a Mahajan, one of the twelve Mahajans. And even though he was such a great personality, Krishna wanted to show through his example that even such a great Mahajan, even if one is a Mahajan, if he sides the wrong party, then he will be destroyed. And Bhishma Dev was killed because he sided with Duryodhan. When Draupadi was being disrobed, he did not speak up. When all the atrocities that the Kauravas were doing against Pandavas, although he did not agree, but because he did not speak up and leave the party, he was implicated in the sin. In fact, when he was lying on the bed of arrows, after the whole war was finished, and Yudhishthir Maharaj and the Pandavas along with Krishna, they came to Bhishma Dev to take instructions. Krishna actually wanted Yudhishthir Maharaj to listen to Bhishma Dev. And before Bhishma Dev started speaking, he said, Now that all the blood that has been formed in my body 
due to eating food from Duryodhan's place has drained out from my body. Now I am competent to speak on religious principles. You see how one is implicated when one is, you know, taking the food, you know, dadati pratigrahanati, guhyam akhyati prichyati, bhungte bhojayate chaiva, shadvidham priti lakshanam. You know, <clears throat> let's go to that. If we associate closely with persons, with these six things, you see, Preeti Lakshanam, as you can see here, Shadvidham Preeti Lakshanam. Shadvidham means six types, uh, six uh, ways, six kinds of. Preeti Lakshanam means symptoms of love, symptoms of you know affection. Preeti Lakshanam. What, is, what are those? Offering gifts in charity, <clears throat> accepting charitable gifts, revealing one's mind in confidence, inquiring confidentially. Accepting prasad and offering prasad are the six symptoms of love shared by one devotee and another. But if these six things we do with persons of the wrong character, then what happens? We are associating intimately with them and we will be contaminated by them. We will be contaminated by them. You see. Um, what is that? See how eating food, you know, is not only eating food and all these six things, exchanging, offering gifts, you see, how these things can make one obliged to that person, you know, that's what affection means. You see, Vishaira Anna Khaile Malin Hoi Man, Malin Man Hoilinahe Krishna Rasmaran. When one eats food offered by a materialistic man, one's mind becomes contaminated, and when the mind is contaminated, one is unable to think of Krishna properly. Or the instructions of the Guru properly. So these, when we eat food, when we share all these symptoms of affection with wrong people, then we are implicated in such association. That is called association. When you intimately, affectionately deal with, you know, have affectionate dealings with the wrong people, then we, we are implicated. And Bhishma Dev was implicated in this because of, you know, eating with them and not only just eating. I mean, he was staying with them just for, you know, Duryodhan was maintaining him and he was just staying like that. And therefore, he could not speak up against Duryodhan. And therefore, when Bhishmadev was lying on the bed of arrows, each, every inch of his body was pierced with arrows. And all the blood drained out. He said like this, that now that the blood has, from my body, which has been formed by eating the food of Duryodhan, has come out of my body, I am able to speak on religious principles. And then he spoke religious principles. What he spoke in the Anushasan Parva of Mahabharat is the longest episode of the whole Mahabharat. Is the longest Parva, the most voluminous Parva. Parva means the book. There are 18 Parvas of Mahabharat. You know, 18 books. That book of Bhishma Dev's instructions is the thickest book. <laughs> and he spoke all that because the blood from Duryodhan's food has drained out. Hmm. How it is, you know, how it affects our consciousness, you know. So, therefore, it is very important that we stay away from intimately associating and hearing from them. That's why, that's one reason why in, in, in our society we, we strongly forbid even hearing their lectures. Because by hearing and hearing we will develop an affection for them. 
and even though they may quote shastra and everything they will also have these contaminated things which we will just subtly you know you know they will include in their speeches about gurus you know favorably talking about them you know having a, and then one is slowly misled into this whole this is because of the shadvidham preeti lakshanam shadvidham the six you know the symptoms of affection so therefore we should stay away from them as much as possible if they are on the same platform of following the order of the spiritual master yes we can we can we can associate with them but if they are not then it is injurious to our spiritual life hmm. <clears throat> so bhishma dev is a prime example no sorry prime example that how he has associated wrongly and got into all got that's why it is said in the 10th canto 44th chapter and verse number 10 it is said here very important verse nasabham pravishet pragnya sabhya doshan anusmaran abruvan vigbruvan agnyo narah kelbishamashnute a wise person should not enter an assembly if he knows the participants there are committing acts of impropriety and if having entered such an assembly he fails to speak the truth speaks falsely or pleads ignorance he will certainly incur sin that means if we are in a assembly where we know the participants there are doing something wrong against dharma he should not enter in the first place and if having entered hmm, he does not he fails to speak the truth like bishma dev he was in the assembly where everything was going wrong in the gambling match even otherwise Pan, uh, the kauravas were always plotting against the pandavas but he never spoke up he never spoke up so if he fails to speak the truth speaks falsely or pleads ignorance act like you know as if they don't know about it act like they are ignorant about the whole thing no this will all what will happen certainly incur sin yeah, we will incur sin by this behavior doesn't satisfy krishna at all krishna is very angered by this kind of things we have to speak up hmm. especially the order of the spiritual master is deliberately disobeyed if there is an accidental disobedience that is another thing one of somebody you know he has you know broken the principles or something like that yes he can be given a chance but if there is even after full contemplation if there is a deliberate disobedience of the order of the spiritual master then that is a serious serious problem we have to disassociate with them disassociate with them uh, the such kind of people see there is another verse in the bhagavatam 11 i think uh, let's see 29 i think canto 11 chapter 20 verse 9 yeah this is quoted from the vishnu dharmotra uh, puran as stated by the lord himself shruti smriti mam aivagne yaste ullanghya vartate agnya chedi mam adveshi madbhakto pi na vaishnavaha the shruti and smriti literatures are to be understood as my injunctions and one who violates such codes is to be understood as violating my will and thus opposing me although such a person may claim to be my devotee he is not actually a vaishnava look at that 
Okay, now let us understand this in, in more closely and how it is actually applicable to us. What is the Shruti and Smriti literatures? Shruti is the Vedic literatures, the Vedas, the Upanishads. And the Smriti literatures are the Puranas, Mahabharata, Ramayana, also the Acharya's writings, also Srila Prabhupada's writings. And the written directive of Srila Prabhupada, that is 9th July 1977, there was a letter, a document issued by Srila Prabhupada that had clearly the order of the spiritual master, Prabhupada, what he wanted, how this initiation should be conducted in the future. And that is, so even that letter is Smriti literature. When it is written by Srila um, Prabhupada, whatever is written by Srila Prabhupada is Smriti literature. Whether it be Puranas, Ramayana, Mahabharata or just a letter, written directive hmm? and his will, you know the will that some people write before they pass away and you know this property, you know who, who has access to what, that will, Prabhupada also had a will of how this society should be run and in that will also there is reference to this Ritvik system indirectly. The way he says, my dear son, we will show you all that documentary evidence, uh, documented evidence. So, that all that is also Shastra instruction for us to follow. That is Shastra. Now, let's see, let's read this translation again with that understanding that even the letter and the will of Prabhupada are Shastra. Alright, they are not just like, oh, some managerial documents, they are different from the Shastra. No, everything is Shastra. What is Shastra? Documents to control us. That is meaning of Shastra. Astra. Sha Astra. Shas Dhatu. Shas Dhatu. The Dhatu, the um, etymology of the word Shastra is Shas. It starts from the word Dhatu. Dhatu means the root of the word. Is Shas. Shas means to chastise, to control. Hmm. So the Shastra is to control our activities. So the Srila Prabhupada has issued these orders to regulate the activities of the whole movement, the, the whole body of devotees, all whoever joins in the future in this movement. So, there, it, these are documents which are controlling. So, because they have been disobeyed, now there is, it is out of control, it is chaotic now. And we have to come back and look at those documents, what actually Srila Prabhupada wanted. Instead of, you know, um, um, uh, having our opinions on the different layers of perception of the truth. Let us get to the truth. Let us get to the actual base, the actual core, the documents which Prabhupada issued. And then let us, you know, see how the opinions have formed and how everything has gone wrong. Yes, we will understand it, everything. But from the core, from the core. So now, the Shruti and Smriti literatures are to be understood as my injunctions. And one who violates such codes is to be understood as violating my will. It means if we violate Srila Prabhupada's instructions, Srila Prabhupada's will, we are violating Krishna's will. Yes, what is that? Yasya prasada bhagavat prasado, yasya aprasadan nagati kutopi and thus opposing me. We are opposing Krishna by, if we do not follow the Srila Prabhupada's instructions. Huh? Although such a person may claim to be my devotee, he is not actually a Vaishnava. You see the exact Sanskrit words. Madbhaktopina Vaishnavaha. Madbhaktapi na Vaishnava. Even if he is my devotee, he is not a Vaishnava. Vaishnava means Krishna's devotee, right? But if he you know goes against the Shastra, then 
even though he may say he is a devotee, he is not a devotee in Krishna's eyes. And if we disrespect a devotee of Krishna, he is also not a devotee according to Krishna's eyes. Let's see that. We have quoted this earlier today, but um, we will go back again because I haven't shown you on the screen. I think this is the number, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Madhilila, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhilila, chapter 11, text 28. This is actually a quotation from Adi Puran. Ye me bhakta janaha partha, name bhaktas chate janaha, mad bhakta nam cha ye bhaktas, te me bhakta tamamataha. Lord Krishna told Arjuna, Those who are my direct devotees are actually not my devotees. But those who are the devotees of my servant are factually my devotees. So we are his, we we can claim ourselves as devotees if we follow the instructions of Krishna's devotee. So without that, Krishna doesn't accept. What Krishna accepts? Is also stated in the Bhagavatam, 10 Kanto, 2nd chapter. Verse 31 Svayam samuttirya sudustaram dhyuman bhavar navam bhima madu adabhrasauhradaha bhavatpadam bhoruhanavamatrate nidhayayataha sadanugraho bhavan O Lord, who resemble the shining sun, you are always ready to fulfill the desire of your devotee and therefore you are known as a desire tree, Vanchakalpataru. When Acharyas completely take shelter under your lotus feet, in order to cross the fierce ocean of nations, they leave behind on earth the method by which they cross and because you are very merciful to your other devotees, you accept this method to help them. Krishna, what he accepts? He accepts the method left by his devotee. So what Srila Prabhupada left, we have to take up that. That method Krishna will accept. If we concoct our own method, Krishna will not accept that. We will be in the wrong. And if we choose to get misled, what is uh, by, I mean, if we choose to get misled from the order of the spiritual master by those who are misleaders, then our path is also to hell. Actually, that is there. You know. Six seven fourteen, Srimad Bhagavatam, Kanto six, chapter seven, text fourteen. Tesham kupatha deshtrinam patatam tamasihyadhaha yeshraddhyur vachastevai madjant yasma ashma plava iva ashma plava means what? Ashma means stone or metal, especially stone. Ashma means stone, earth. Ashma plava means a stone boat. Leaders who have fallen into ignorance and who mislead people by directing them to the path of destruction as described in the previous verse are in effect boarding a stone boat and so too are those who blindly follow them. See, not just the misleaders the, uh, who you know are um, boarding a stone boat but so too are those who follow them. So even if they blindly or naively follow, they are not excused. Uh, 
it's not that oh they are after all innocent you know they are following the leaders who have maybe gone astray but even then if we follow somebody even blindly or whatever we we can't be excused the laws of nature are so stringent even if i do not know that the fire is there if i touch fire it will burn right it will not think that oh this person did not know that i was here no the fire was here no i will not burn him he is it was an accident no if he deliberately put his hand yeah i will burn him then no it will burn anyway so whether we deliberately or you know uh, naive in, in naivete if we disobey the order of the spiritual master we are still um, having the wrong effect you see leaders who have fallen into ignorance and who mislead people by directing them to the path of destruction are in effect boarding a stone boat and so too are those who blindly follow them a stone boat would be unable to float and would sink in the water with its passengers stone boat doesn't float it will sink and with its passengers so similarly those who mislead people go to hell and their followers go with them so sometimes people ask what about you know those devotees in iskon you know who are following these gurus but you know they are nice people after all yeah maybe they are misled but you know uh, what will happen to them unfortunately this will happen to them that's why we are having this series we have this we have a book initiations after 1977 or in short ia 77 so we are having this book this videos we have so much material to educate those who can be saved hmm. of course the brainwashing on the other side is very strong they are very strongly brainwashing them you know just like instilling into them this oh ritviks are demons ritviks are demons without getting to the core of the issue they just give an opinion and then they don't go to the core document if they if they actually go to the core documents you will see they cannot win they completely off but they don't go in this way they just say oh dirithrix are demons they are aparadhis you know this is the word they use these are the words they use we got some we got these some tags aparadhis you know offenders they are they are demons why oh because we talk um, we say that you know these gurus are bogus or you know this system is bogus they are offending vaishnavas but who is a vaishnava they put the whole center as the gurus no 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 the center of this movement is shri prabhupad let's see his orders first then we will decide who is doing aparadh if if they say we do vaishnava aparadh because we speak something about you know gurus disobeying prabhupad's order what about their offense to prabhupad that is not to be considered that is not a vaishnava who is a bigger vaishnava prabhupad or them of course prabhupad and we can how can we just let everybody offend prabhupad and uh, oh, we should be very careful not to offend his con you know devotees but when they are offending prabhupad it's all right uh, we should just keep quiet and say yes yes hari krishna we should be friends with them how is that possible so therefore let us uh, understand the order so that's what okay we have one hour into this so actually we have time to go into what is the order of prabhupad okay there are of course there are we will discuss more tomorrow onwards but today we will look at the core evidence core order the documents that shil prabhupad has had issued before he left so okay there are comments coming in i will i will uh, we will go through the comments later on but now we will go into the actual core of the evidence okay 
where it actually all starts. Now, um, let us go to this. So, this is our position paper. This is a PDF format. We have a physical book as well. This one, Initia Initiations after 1977. So, this book is what we published in this book is available in I think um, maybe 13 languages if I am not wrong as of now or maybe more maybe 14. So as if, if there are more devotees then they, it can be translated into even more languages. At the moment we have I think in 14 languages including English, Chinese, Hindi, Bengali, Kannada, Telugu, um, what else Tamil and uh, I think even in uh, German we have in uh, Hungarian, we have in Russian. So, we have a few languages like that. So, this is a very important document that we have created. We did not create, it is just a compilation of what Srila Prabhupada said. So, now let us go to the core. Okay. First, Srila Prabhupada many times when he was preaching in the west from the very beginning he was he many times encouraged his disciples yes i want all of you to become spiritual masters and everything yes that was his desire definitely in the beginning then of course over time then he saw even as late as 22nd of april 1977 which you will see all the evidence later on he did not that means 1977 november 14th is when he physically departed from this world but until then in 1977 april even that means just about say 6 months prior to his leaving tamal krishna goswami one of his chief, chief disciples he had this conversation with shri prabhupada he said i have looked at all your disciples and none of us are qualified to be guru prabhupada said yes sir, therefore the training must go on he knew none of them were even close. See, you have to be an Uttam Adhikari. We have to know what a Guru is. How? What is his uh, level? Hmm? I think, I am thinking that even before we go into this, we should understand what a Guru is, what a, what a standard of a Guru is. Okay, who can be a Guru? Krishna Se Tomar, as Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, Krishna Se Tomar, Krishna Dite Paro. Huh? So, we have to go to such a person who can give Krishna to us. Means, whose property is Krishna? Tumara Hridaya Sada Govinda Vishram. Narutam Das Thakur Asam. Narutam Das Thakur Asam or another devotee? I am not sure who is the author of that song. I think Narutam Das Thakur. Tumara Hridaya Sada Govinda Vishram. So, he in the heart of the pure devotee, what is that? Krishna is resting. So, such a person can give Krishna to others. Let us take one. We will go into more about the qualities of Guru again later on. But we will just go to this one evidence uh, where Srila Prabhupada summarizes it. There are many, many, many quotes and that is all explained in this Initiations after 1977 document. But I will just go to one of them. Just to be very clear about who can be actually a Guru. 
This is the nectar of instruction. Um, Upadesha Amritam, uh, verse 5 in the purport. Okay. Okay, now this is the last paragraph of the purport of Nectar of Instruction, verse 5. In this verse, Srila Rupa Goswami advises the devotee to be intelligent enough to distinguish between the Kanishtha Adhikari, Madhyama Adhikari, and Uttama Adhikari. If you are not clear, Kanishtha Adhikari means the third class devotee, Madhyama Adhikari is second class devotee, Uttama Adhikari is the first class devotee. So, as we progress, we progress through these stages. In the beginning, everybody starts as a Kanishtha Adhikari means third class devotee. That means his faith is not so strong and he does not know how to exactly behave with devotees and non-devotees properly. We have discussed this in full length in the Nectar of Instruction series. You can go back. We have we have a lecture on this particular verse. You can go back or you can just read this, um, this, this verse also from Prabhupada's book. Alright. So, and then there's Madhyam Adhikari, second class devotee and Uttam Adhikari who is a first class devotee. The Paramahamsa, absolute top class devotee. <coughs> So, Prabhupada is on that platform, Uttama Adhikari. And now you see what is said in the purport. So, Rupa Goswami advises that devotee should to be intelligent enough to distinguish between the Kanishtha Adhikari, Madhyama Adhikari and Uttama Adhikari. The devotee should also know his own position and should not try to imitate a devotee situated on a higher platform. When we are not on the platform of Uttama Adhikari, we cannot imitate that position. We cannot assume that position, we cannot imitate that position. It's important because the gurus in Iskon have taken on this position of which is only reserved for an Uttamadhikari. As we will see further down in the purport, in this purport. You see, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur has given some practical hints to the effect that an Uttamadhikari Vaishnava can be recognized by his ability to convert many fallen souls to Vaishnavism. One should not become a spiritual master unless he has attained the platform of Uttamadhikari. A neophyte Vaishnava or a Vaishnava situated on, in the, on the intermediate platform, that means second and third class Vaishnava, can also accept disciples, but such disciples must be on the same platform. And it should be understood that they cannot advance very well toward the ultimate goal of life under his insufficient guidance. Therefore, a disciple should be careful to accept an Uttama Adhikari as a spiritual master. So, what happens if we accept somebody who is a Kanishta and Madhyama? We will not advance beyond that stage that the spiritual master is on. Uh, we cannot advance under his insufficient guidance. And especially so, when they are deliberately uh, going against the order of the spiritual master. That is even worse. It is not just Kanishna Madhima. It is, of course, Madhima Dikari will never go against the order of, even a second class devotee will never go against the order of the spiritual master. The Kanishta Adhikari has the risk of going against the order of spiritual master. Not that Kanishta Adhikari will go against the order of spiritual master because if he is sincere, he will progress slowly towards the second class platform and slowly first class platform. But if the Kanishta is not uh, careful, he can disobey. He will disobey the order of the spiritual uh, A person who has disobeyed the order of a spiritual master, he has no standing, nagati. Even, he can't be even compared to a third class devotee. Third class devotee is a person who has faith in the spiritual master and faith in the Krishna, but he is unsteady in his own practice. He is slowly getting up, just like a child, you know. When he, when the child tries to walk, 
you know in the beginning you know he is not very stable and he will fall down and you know this way that way. So that is a representation of the Kanishta. He is trying to walk this path of spiritual life but he is a bit shaky because he is not uh, he's not come to the stage of steadiness yet. But if he follows um, the instructions of the spiritual master faithfully, he will rise to the second class platform. So, Kanishta Adhikari is not necessarily an offender. But, if he deliberately offends or disobeys the order of the spiritual master, then is he even a Kanishta Adhikari? Because even there is a Guru Drohi. So, therefore, this is very important that we cannot disobey the order of the spiritual master. The third offense to the holy name is to not obey, uh, is, is to disobey the order of the spiritual master and to consider him an ordinary person. That is an offense against the holy name. So, as long as we have these offenses, we cannot progress. We cannot progress. In fact, Ashmaklava, we will be boarding a stone boat and going deep down to the seabed of this material world. So, this is a brief description of what an Uttamathikari is and Prabhupada is saying, a disciple should be careful to accept an Uttamathikari as a spiritual master. We should be careful. We cannot accept a Madhima Kanishtadikari as a Guru. No. Yes, he says here, they may accept disciples, but he will not advance very well towards the ultimate goal of life under his insufficient guidance. And that too, they can accept disciples when they are ordered by their spiritual master. If the order is not there, they have no right, absolutely no right to um, uh, take up the post of spiritual master. That's because Prabhupada once said, you know, when did you, that also was is included in that document. Well, how did you become a spiritual master of this movement? And Prabhupada said, when my Guru Maharaj ordered me, then I became a spiritual master. Then he said, uh, how, how did this order, no, don't go very speedily, Prabhupada said. Interrupted him, he cut him off. He said, don't go very speedily. Try to understand. A Guru can become Guru only when he is ordered by his Guru. That's all. That is Guru Parampara. So, he made it very clear that he received the order from Bhaktisiddhanta with Thakur. How he received, when he received, not up to us to know. Okay? But it is very clear that he received. Because his actions are showing by itself. So, the order must come. The order must come from the spiritual master. So, that order, Srila Prabhupada did not give for anybody. And if we go to the, let's see this. <clears throat> okay, I think we have more to cover actually before even going to the document. Because we haven't gone through the definitions of the word Diksha and the word Ritvik. So, we will go to the, to the definitions. I think actually that was my plan today. To cover these topics first and get, then go to the actual thing tomorrow onwards. The actual crux of the issue. So, to understand the whole importance of it and the definitions, get us very, let us get very clear on those things and then we can go to the actual documents. Right? So, we have understood the importance of how important the order of the spiritual master is in those verses of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And also we have realized that there are layers where truth is buried under these layers of opinions and gossips and opinions over, over the gossip and all these things. So we have to unpack all that and get to the right, right to the core. So what is initiation? Let's understand that first because this is also wrong, misunderstood and this is how they mislead also. 
they even misrepresent the understanding of what initiation is. So, let us try to understand this, uh, what is initiation. Alright, if we go to Chaitanya Charitamrita, there is a definition by Sri Rupa Goswami, sorry, Jeeva Goswami. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhulila, chapter 15, text 108. Diksha Purascharya Vidhi Apeksha Nakare Jnana Sparsha Chandala Shabara Uddhare. Okay, this, this, this verse says one does not have to undergo initiation or execute the activities required before initiation. One simply has to vibrate the holy name with his lips. Thus, even a man in the lowest class can be delivered. So, yes, but then the Acharyas elaborate on this more and he, they say why we have to have a initiation and guru and all these things. Because we are not on that transcendental platform where we can chant Hare Krishna and you know, get complete uh, this thing. If we, yes, if we offenselessly chant, all these are not necessary. But, because in the, the majority, the vast majority of people usually start with the offensive stage, they need a process by which, and also, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructed Sanatana Goswami in that process of how Diksha and everything has to be done. So, although the Harinam, the holy name of Krishna is so independent that without even Diksha, one can attain perfection by chanting it. But we have to chant also offenselessly. And in the beginning, we may commit so many so many offences. So, usually we need a process by which we can slowly come out of the offences. So, along with chanting, there is also a whole system of Vaidhi Bhakti. That means, Bhakti according to rules and regulations ordained by the spiritual master and Shastra. So, that has to be followed in order for us to purify ourselves. Now, anyway, now in the, in the purport, you see, Srila Jiva Goswami explains Diksha in the Bhakti Sandarbha. 283. This is in the Shat There is a six, six books. Bhakti Sandarbha. In that book, it is explained. What is that? Divyam Gyanam Yato Dadyat Kuryat Papasya Sankshayam. Divyam Gyanam Yato Dadyat Kuryat Papasya Sankshayam. Tasma Dikshet Isa Prokta Deshikais Tattva Kovidai. Divyam Gyanam. Huh? Yatodadyat. Very important. Huh? What is Diksha? Diksha is the process by which one can awaken his transcendental knowledge. Okay. One can awaken his transcendental knowledge and vanquish all reactions caused by sinful activity. A person expert in the study of revealed scriptures knows this process as Diksha. The word Diksha is actually a, um, an acronym. Where D stands for Divya Jnana and Ksha stands for Kshapayati. So, Divya Jnana, the knowledge, the transcendental knowledge, reception of transcendental knowledge and the Kshapayati means the destruction of sinful reactions. Because when it is explained that when one takes Diksha from the spiritual master, all his sinful reactions of the past have been nullified, destroyed at the time of initiation. So, of course, that only means that if we really take the order of the spiritual master at heart and as life and soul, yes. So, that is initiation. So, Divyam Jnanam, look at the importance, look at the stress mentioned on the Jnanam, the knowledge. Another uh, understanding of what Parampara is or what the Guru is, is in the Bhagavad Gita. 
in the fourth chapter, so if you see 34th verse. Tadvidhi pranipatena pariprasnena sevaya upadekshanti te jnanam jnani nastatvadarshinaha. See this? Just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master. Inquire from him submissively and render service unto him. The self-realized souls can impart knowledge unto you because they have seen the truth. Now again, just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master. So what we have to do when approaching a spiritual master? We have to learn the signs of devotional service, the truth about devotional service. Hmm? Why I am stressing in this Divya Jnana is because Prabhupada's transcendental knowledge that Srila Prabhupada gave us is still available. And as long as it is available, we are not uh, devoid of access to Srila Prabhupada. We have to understand that. Because they say, they also, even the Iskon Guru's party, they will quote this verse. They focus the, <laughs> they put their entire focus on the word approaching. Just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master. You must approach, you must physically in proximity, you must be in physical proximity with the Guru. Approach means go near. So, this is their understanding of this verse. They place the importance of approaching means going nearer to the spiritual master in close physical proximity. No. Prabhupada said that I only met my spiritual master about maximum 10 times in my life. Physically. Whereas there are many sannyasis, god brothers of Prabhupada, who were whole life with Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. But who in the end followed the order of the spiritual master and who became successful and who did not. Sri Prabhupada became successful because he took the order of the spiritual master as his life and soul. But even if I am in close, close proximity with the spiritual master, physical proximity, but if I don't take the order of the spiritual master as sacred and if I don't follow it, then I will become implicated. You know, I will be implicated in the whole thing. So, it is not about approaching, it is about learning the truth and surrendering. If you inquire from him submissively, inquire. They always say like, how can you inquire from Prabhupada if you know, you cannot ask him question. How many devotees until now who have read Prabhupada's books had any questions in their mind and when they read Srila Prabhupada's books, they will get the answer in that while they are reading itself. They don't plan to read Okay, this is my question, so let me take out this book and try to find the answer. No, you just go on reading every day. And if you have some questions and as you read, you will get the answer there. How many times this has happened? And next is Srila Prabhupada, even when he was physically present on the planet. At a time when he was traveling all over the world, very, very vigorously, so many devotees, did not get the chance to meet him personally. Like classic example is our Sundar Gopal Prabhu who is leading the ISKM. He never met Prabhupada physically. He was given initiation by Srila Prabhupada by post, by letter and by the beads were mailed to him. But he never uh, met Prabhupada physically. He wanted to meet him in 1977. He was making his plans. But then Srila Prabhupada already left this planet physically. So, never met him and those who did meet him, even in, even among the many thousands of disciples that he had, many met only once or twice Srila Prabhupada. So, what about them then? How can they inquire? 
That's why Srila Prabhupada has established the temple system where there are Shiksha Gurus. And he said, and to the GBC and temple presidents, the temple management, to teach what I am teaching and do what I am doing. And in that way, train the rest of the disciples. So, these are Shiksha Gurus. They can instruct the same instruction that Srila Prabhupada has given through his books. We can get the answers from his books. But if, if you want some physical guidance, yes, there are temple authorities. There is the GBC. Everything was set up by Prabhupada in that way. So, that everybody is nicely trained. Hmm. So, if Prabhupada says something and if a disciple says the same thing, how is it different from Srila Prabhupada saying? And if you read Prabhupada's books, you will also get the answer there also. So, that is not different from Srila Prabhupada giving the knowledge. So, Prabhupada's knowledge is always accessible because of his books. And therefore, in the previously, yes, in ages, bygone ages, you know, the the books, the printing press was not there and then the mass publication of books were not there. Especially the one who started this was Bhaktivinoda Thakur and Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur took it to the next level. Prabhupada took it to the ultimate level of distribution of books, printing and distribution of books. So, the printing of books is started only, you know, of, of course, before that, you know, people had to, you know, with a good handwriting and with understanding, they have to understand the text and then write it word for word in good handwriting, that's how books were reproduced. But after this printing press, mass distribution, millions of books of Prabhupada have been, you know, distributed, printed and distributed. So, the knowledge has become even more accessible. So, how one is devoid of access to the Prabhupada or the knowledge that we can learn from the self-realized soul when we read his books, you see, and render service to to him. They say, oh, how you can render service if you don't see him? How, why? We can always render his service to, by executing his order. In fact, Srila Prabhupada said, in the absence of the spiritual master, the order of the spiritual master should be the pride of the disciple. Hmm. He should execute the order of the spiritual master as his life and soul. Srila Prabhupada also said that. He also included that you know, in the initiations of 1977, that document. So, you see how important this is to understand. The self-realized souls can impart knowledge. Again, the, the, the focus is on knowledge. Learn truth. Right? Huh? And then here, impart knowledge. You see, this is what we get from a guru. Knowledge. When Arjuna asked Krishna, Krishna gave what? Knowledge. Knowledge. So, that knowledge is what actually is the most important. Disciplic succession is through the knowledge. Hmm. The transcendental knowledge. That's why every morning we sing Chakshudan Diloje Janme Janme Prabhushe Divya Gyan Hrade Prakashito. Who is our uh, Janme Janme Prabhushe? That means who is our master? Prabhu means master. Who is our master life after life? He who has given us knowledge and opened our eyes. Chakshudan, who has donated eyes to us because we are blind. Actually, we are blind. We cannot see the truth. You see? So, therefore, the spiritual master gives the eyes to see the whole truth and see Krishna also. So, Chakshudan, Chakshudan Dilojai, Janme Janme Prabhushai. Birth after birth, he is my master. Who? Who has given me Chakshudan? How did he give? Divya Gyan, Hride Prakashito. He has enlighten my heart with spiritual knowledge, transcendental knowledge. Again, the emphasis is on knowledge. You see that? That's very important to note. 
again another verse we will see fourth chapter second verse evam parampara praptam imam rajarshayo vidu sakale neha mahata yogo nashta parantapa parampara we have to have a discipline session sampradaya vihinaye mantraste nishphalamata so we have to have a sampradaya we have to have a parampara discipline succession and the spiritual master must come in that so one of the accusations of these con devotees is um, where is the parampara where after prabhupad who is the guru they have nobody these ritvik people they say you know, they you know only prabhupad they are stopping the parampara at prabhupad they are stopping the parampara okay if you see all the 32 names in the parampara let's i don't know if you know there are 32 names let's see This is the Bhagavad Gita introduction, and in the end of the introduction, Prabhupada mentioned. You see these 32 names. The same verse was quoted, Bhagavad Gita 4.2. The disciplic succession. What is our disciplic succession? Evam parampara praptam imam rajarshayo viduhu. Viduhu means to know. We will look the word to word. I will show you. Now, anyway, this Bhagavad Gita as it is is received through this disciplic succession, this parampara. Sampradaya. What is that? Krishna, Brahma, Narada, Vyasa, Madhvacharya, Padmanabha, Narahari, Madhava, Akshobhya, Jayatirtha, Jnanasindhu, Dayanadhi, Vidyanadhi, Rajendra, Jayadharma, Purushottama, Brahmanatirtha, Vyasatirtha, Lakshmipati, Madhavendrapuri, Ishwarpuri, Lord Chaitanya, Rupa Goswami, Raghunath Goswami, Krishnadas Kavraj Goswami, Narutam Das Thakur, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, then Jagannadas Babaji, Bhaktivinu Thakur, Gaurgishadas Babaji, Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur, and finally Srila Prabhupada, Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. So, this is the 32 names. Krishna is Supreme Personality of Godhead. The rest of them are all perfect devotees, Uttama Adhikaris. They are not names here. The names cannot be included here who are conditioned souls. They don't come in, they are not qualified to be in this list. Alright, all these Acharyas are, and of course Chaitanya Mahaprabhu again is is, um, Supreme Personality of Godhead, but he came in the form of a devotee, Bhaktavataram. But you see the point. The point is this, that the parampara, the names only can be uttamadhikaris. Okay. Now we will go back to the verse. 